We are in Mizmor Memhei. We are 45. We're in the middle. This is an interesting Mizmor for a couple of reasons. First of all, the language is very difficult. Second of all, we're not exactly sure what it's referring to. The, the topic seems to be about a king. And we're, as we're going to see, the Mizmor begins with praises of the king. And then it ends with praises of the wife of the king. Mm-hmm. Or praises of the king to the wife that he is marrying. So some theorists, they say that because of this, Mizmor must be about... Israel. It was about, no, it was about uh, the marriage of the king to like a foreign princess. Yeah. And this is a song celebrating that. That would be the most like, let's say, secular interpretation. But then the interpretations of this Mizmor, they vary. For example, one interpretation is that it's referring to the king, the Mashiach. And all of the references to a princess are metaphors. Some say this is a reference to the marriage between Boreolam and, and Am Yisrael. Okay? So you have all these interpretations. If you want to go with a metaphor that is between Am Yisrael and Boreolam, we just finished Shavuot. So we've had those metaphors throughout Shavuot already. So it would fit in within the, the times that we were in. Okay? So there was a there were discussion about the, the, the beauty of the king, the good looks of the king. Yofita mi bene Adam. You have uh, grace flowing from your lips. Then we describe the king's military might. Your, your glory is your sword. And then we said, the arrows are sharp. They fall into the hearts of your enemies. Your, your seat, your throne is of God and it lasts forever. And your, your scepter is a scepter of justice and straightness. Uh, you love righteousness and hate wickedness. So I, I don't know what the relationship is. I've never studied that song in depth, but okay. So you love righteousness and you hate wickedness. And therefore, God has anointed you with the oil of joy. More than He anointed your friends. Meaning He anointed you over the other people. He chose you. He chose you, exactly. He chose you with the oil. It's a beautiful, very poetic language. It's calling the Shemin HaMishcha that they would use to anoint the king, the oil of joy. They still use it. But not, uh, not the, the, the Jews, also the other... Uh... Right, okay. Myrrh, aloes, and cassia. These are different types of oils. We're on all of your garments. As you went from ivory halls. Since they began to rejoice for you. That's a very difficult puzzle. It says here, from ivory palaces, stringed instruments make you glad, make you happy. Hmm, from ivory palaces. Okay, uh, the point yes. is that the king is anointed with all these beautiful and, oils. And, has and, a, a beautiful and home. he has splendor and a beautiful yeah. home yeah, and a yeah. palace. And now, Benot melachim bikerotecha nitseva shegali minecha. Then the daughters of kings are the ones who come to visit you and to honor you. And to your right stands your wife, 
your wife stands to your right, attired in the gold ofir, bechetem ofir. Ofir is one of the places where uh, the gold comes from, right? So it's the greatest, the, the most precious gold comes from ofir. So all of these princesses come to visit you in your palace, and it's as you're standing there, and your wife is adorned in the most beautiful jewels. This is a jubilee. What? <laughs> the Queen's Jubilee. What is that? What's the Queen's now, Jubilee? Now it's the Queen's Jubilee in England. Oh, really? Yeah. So what do they do? They do a fest- festive, Ooh, they have all the jewelry, they do a lot yeah. of... Yeah. Oh, the, the, country, the country is in a, in a whole feast. She pardons, she does a lot of things. Really? Yeah, yeah. How often do they do it? I think every... I'm not sure. Every eight years, ten years. Wow. Okay. Now he turns to what we think is the princess whom he's marrying and that we're celebrating. Okay? And we say to her, listen, O daughter, and see, and lend your ear, forget your people and, the fa- and your father's house. Yes. Meaning you're, you're, now you're, you're marrying the real king. You know, you could forget them because they're, they're nothing in comparison to the family you're entering. You know, the king will desire your beauty as he is your master. Bow down to him. Meaning, uh, commit to your king. Now, now I could see a little bit why this may be, this is understood as a metaphor for Am Yisrael and Borei Olam. Because if it's just a song for some princess who came to visit Shilomo. It doesn't, doesn't need all of this. Uh, uh, it's, just, it's, it's a bit odd, you know. I'm not saying engage in these things. had many wives. Yeah, but he married a lot, many of them. So for what? For each, this is for one specific one. Maybe this was one for, for one specific one. David also had a few wives. Maybe this is for David. I don't know. Okay. The people of Tzor, which is a city to the, or, or a country people to the north of Israel, they will come b'mincha. They will come with gifts, seeking your favor. They come with gifts to you, seeking your favor. The wealthiest of the people. The people of Tzor were traders, so they're very wealthy, right? So the people, and they're another nation. So they will come now to you, princess. To get kindness. They will come with gifts to get kindness because of how strong the you Jewish became. you've become now that you've entered the family of the Jewish king. Call Kivuda Vat Melech Penima. All of the glory of the princess is within. Her dress is interwoven with gold. Now, what does this mean initially that all of the glory of the princess is within? This is the daughter of the king. This is now we're not talking about the wife of the king. Um, hmm. Princess is not the queen anymore. It's a good point. No, not necessarily, because whenever, even whenever it says in Pasuk Yud Aleph, listen, daughter, it could just be an expression. Okay. Like a woman is yeah, another way to say woman. Younger, right? younger. Yeah, you long younger. So, the Peshat seems to be that the honor of the queen, Kol Kivuda Vat Melech Penima, 
that she maintains her honor while staying within the palace. And the people, to honor her, they have to come in. They have to come to her. Right? So all of the glory of, this, of the queen is within the palace. That's the, the Peshat. But there's a dirash of the Chachamim Yus. And from here we see that the honor of a woman is that she doesn't go out and flaunt herself too much. She, she stays, stays, she stays humble. And she stays... She's, now it depends on you know, the generation you live in. You know, it doesn't mean women don't drive and go to Everfresh. It means, it means that there is a, a certain amount of humility that's more fitting for a woman that there's a certain amount of, of respectability that comes when a woman doesn't flaunt herself more so than for a man. Because a man flaunting himself is... There's only so much that it catches people people's eye, right? Women are much more... They catch a man's eye more than a woman catches a... a that's, More that's than a, a, that's a, a man catches a woman's. That's the right? problem of the Yitzhara. Right. So it's the way, but it's the way we're hardwired. So for women, there is an added benefit to this humility, to the, to the tsiniut, to the not looking for, not looking to be a, not looking to show off her material excess and whatever. And there's an there's an extra element of that by a woman, which is why. Siniyut is valued so much more for women than for men because for men it's only so necessary. It is necessary, but not to the same degree. Correct. Okay. Man, uh, any, anyhow, man is gonna yeah. walk around. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is one of the things that they say about this from here, from this pasuk, is one of the midrashim that they say that the glory, the honor of a woman is when she stays out of the spotlight. Again, it doesn't mean. Doesn't mean she stays in the home all the time. No, no, no. I'm saying it depends on your generation and what what your society's expectations are. But there is a, an added element of a woman having sinut compared to a man. That's what the the, the midrash of this pasuk is. Lirakamot tuval lamelech betulot achareha muvaot lach. In embroidered clothing, she is brought tuval to the king. She's led to the king. Bitulot aharea reoteha, and then her bitulot will follow her. They're they're coming after her. Those are like uh, her maid servants, right? Her maid servants come, they join her, move yeah, out, and the they're brought virgins, her. the virgins, right? Because typically, the maid servants would be younger girls, yes, right? So the maid servants come, and they're coming after you, and they're they're brought before you. Tuvalna bismahot vagil. They are brought forth with rejoicing and gladness. Tevoena behechal melech, entering the palace of the king. And now the the lady, the this woman we're talking about, is about to enter the palace of the king with all of her escort. Tachat avotecha yuvanecha. May your sons follow in the way of your fathers. Teshitemo lesarim bechol haaretz. You will appoint them as ministers throughout the land. This is definitely a beracha to this princess, right? That your sons will now be of the same high status as your family. Yes. Right? Your family should maintain its honor for generations. Now that especially you've made the right choice of joining the family of the king, now your sons will be glorified and will maintain the dignity of your father's house. I commemorate your name for all generations, and therefore nations will praise you forever. What's interesting about this last pasuk is that, okay, what do you mean? I'm going to praise this lady or this family or this, this kingdom forever and ever? If this is talking about just Stam, a king in Israel, then it's not. Oh, what do you mean praise them forever and ever? There are many kings. So, there are, so you can understand why it's talking about the, the, 
while this is talking about the Mashiach. Now, if it's talking about the Mashiach, what is, what is the whole topic of the woman? The woman is the one who is who is. If if the topic of the, the Mizmor is, is the Mashiach, then who's the woman? The woman is Israel. Is the nation? So the Mashiach is marrying Am Israel. Is that, is that the metaphor? Yes. Or Israel is marrying. You could say that it's about. Are we describing God's glory here, and Israel is the woman, and the metaphor is that by marrying, by entering God's house, we are now being promoted, and our glory will last forever and ever. Yeah, maybe maybe the king is. Yeah, is Hashem. So I don't know the exact meaning, but but there's some cross of these different meanings behind this. this ending. It's there is so many kings. What only one king? I mean, yes, could, the one that is good could be the right. good, the good king. Okay, Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen. 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 Amen.